Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, I thought today I'd talk about something I saw in the uh, news this morning. Um, Pierce, uh, what's his name? Pierce Morgan. <clears throat> he is a um, British talk show host. Um, he had a person um, on his show this morning, or at least I saw it this morning. Um, apparently a young lady um, from Orlando, Florida, <clears throat> who is in a relationship with two other people. And um, she's married to the man in the relationship who is now, if I understood correctly, uh, transgender or transitioning from male to female. And then she also has in the relationship (laughs) another female who I'm not sure if she's just a lesbian or if she's non-binary. She chooses to, the one in the interview, uh, she chooses to be non-binary, although she was born a female. Interestingly enough, she has a child who decided at the age of four that um, she wanted to be non-binary. And uh, Pierce Morgan brought up the, uh, or asked the question, um, whose idea was this? And um, the person said, well, it was my daughter's idea. And he said, well, I find that hard to believe because at four years old, you know, I know that my child, who's four years old, or when they were four years old, their, you know, their only, their greatest decision was deciding whether to watch Peppa Pig or Frozen. And uh, I agree. I agree. And then he <clears throat> asked this person, who obviously is a female, um, trying to be respectful of whatever pronoun she wanted, um, to ask her if... Um, this was something she was promoting, not necessarily her, her daughter, and she became very defensive, very articulate. I will say, um, the 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 young lady, she's very articulate, um, and appeared, you know, educated above beyond high school, <clears throat> and was able to really articulate why she believed what she believed, and you know, of course, with with most people. Um, this this gets confusing because you know we're born with a certain sex that has been our gender basically, um, but apparently that has been hijacked, and people believe that gender now means uh, a choice, and um, I'm I'm not really sure where or how that came about, but now people can decide what their gender is, and so gender is what they feel like they are. Now, I will just tell you, um, I think this is this is a problematic um, issue that is only going to get worse as long as society recognizes and allows a platform for these people who identify as non-binary or as 
per, they prefer different pronouns, <clears throat> they and them, assuming there is more than one person uh, in each person, which is what it sounds like because that's a plurality of a word, they and them. Um, so I'm not really sure. She did address that, though, and she, she made some sort of comment that back in the 14th century that they and them was actually used for singularity. <coughs> I tend to believe that is a lie. Um, I can't imagine at any point in time when the English language would, would espouse a singularity to a plural word. That has always been a plural word. And uh, I just, I can't buy this. I just, I can't. And I'll just be honest with you. I am trying very hard to be respectful of these people. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to offend anybody. Um, I think that these people are mentally deranged. And if you're one of these people and you're listening to this podcast and you're offended by it, why don't you ask yourself why you're offended? If I refuse to believe that you are a female when you were born a male, why in the world, first of all, why would you want to be a female or why would you want to be a male if you were born a female? You know, I get it that, you know, you've probably had some abuse. Maybe you've had some uh, neglect or emotional or physical or sexual, you know, uh, abuse. Um, I get it. You know, that, that tends to, you know, play on the minds of, of children. And, and as, as you become, you know, older, um, maybe you, you didn't like men too much because men mistreated you in some way. And so you identified with women. I'm not saying I don't understand that. I do completely understand that. I just don't agree that it's the, that it is something you can, you're just born with. It's like people say, well, I was just born gay. I don't, I don't believe somebody is born gay. I believe that you make that choice. Whether you're male or female, you make that choice. Now, if your sexual orientation is drawn towards those of the same sex, that that is something that you have have decided to do. I don't believe that people are born that way, and you call me ignorant all day long. I don't care. Uh, it's not going to bother me. I've, I've got big shoulders. I can handle it. Um, but if you are, if you're gay, okay. First of all, first of all, let me just say from the onset, there are two genders. They're male and they're female, and that's based on your sexual organs, okay? Now, yes, I know some people are probably going to argue and say, well, hold on now. Uh, There are some people who are born with both sexual organs. There are some people who are born with sexual organs, and the minusculeity of that is beyond comprehension. In other words, when you take the totality of the population of the world and you compare it to those children who are born with both sexes, one is usually less than the other. In other words, you look inside of them, yes, they may have an appendage that uh, looks like a penis. Um, You know, they may have a vagina and a penis, um, but typically inside there's going to be either testes that have not descended, okay, which would make them a male, 
or ovaries inside of them, which would make them a female. And it's the production of testosterone or estrogen. And we know where the estrogen comes from and we know where the testosterone comes from. Are there some people who develop more testosterone than estrogen and vice versa? Yes, of course there are. But that's for another podcast. Based on... Based on the gender selection, which happens at some point during the uh, maturation of the of the egg and the zygote, and then of course the small, tiny, uh, unborn child that is inside of any woman, um, there is a point in time where the where the sex of the child is decided, the gender of the child is decided. Now, it's not to say that um, someone who is is born male could be attracted to the same sex. That's not to say that anybody who is born female could not be attracted to the same sex or therefore be attracted to both sexes. You know, um, I totally understand that. I get it. Um, you know, I am attracted to the opposite sex. Um, when it comes to my sexual preference, I prefer to be male. I prefer to be called he and him um, because I am a male. I was born with male reproductive organs, both inside and outside. In my mind, I believe that I'm a man. I, I, I think that my gender is male. <clears throat> I'm attracted to females. Um, so I can understand if someone's attracted to the same sex because I guess it must be similar to someone who's attracted to the opposite sex. Okay, it's just the same sex. I don't deny that. Okay, I don't deny that people can be homosexuals. Okay, you're either you're either straight or you're gay, and it's just that simple. I don't know why we feel like we need to, uh, you know, break this down into you know a hundred and something genders and and you know call someone non-binary because we don't want to refer to them as the sex they were born with or the sexual organs they were born with and the gender that they were assigned at birth. And I don't know where that became so offensive to people, but it did. At some point during the last, you know, 30 years, that became an offensive notion or an assumption that just because this child was born with these particular uh, reproductive organs that we would call that child based on those reproductive organs. And I I don't know why that became so offensive or when it became so offensive or when it became even something that, you know, someone woke up one day and said, you know what, I just don't care um, to be called a male or I don't think it's right that someone should assign a gender to me based on what I was born with because I feel like I can be whatever I want to be. There's always been people like that. There's always been homosexuality. There's always been uh, lesbians. There's always been uh, trans uh, transgender people. And we always handled them the same way. We always dealt with them in the same way. We looked at it as an emotional injury. Somewhere along the line, there was an emotional injury. Um, they became uh, injured emotionally where they did not progress they didn't grow they didn't um, you know they didn't become 
uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, comfortable in their own identity as gender based on their you know, reproductive organs. And at some point they decided that, you know what, this is just not, this is not something that I want to be. I, I know about people who have self-hatred because they hate that. I, I, I knew a, a, of a case where a man actually cut his penis off because he was angry with his penis. And um, we handled that person as a emotionally unstable person. We handled that person as an emotionally disturbed person because that is not normal behavior. It's just like I had a, a patient once who was a um, self-mutilator. Um, she liked to cut herself because she had emotional pain and she would deal with the emotional pain by cutting herself. And so by creating physical pain, she would, she would offset the emotional pain, if that makes any sense at all. I guess her brain would be focused more on the pain of cutting herself than the pain of the emotional pain that would deep inside of her psyche that she could not address. Now, I, I can understand where people who are transgender or people who are non-binary or people who are gay or straight, uh, would or gay, I should say, um, would have that problem because in, in, our, in our normal society, in society, I would say normal, um, but in society, um, the majority of the people identify their gender based on their sexual organs that they were born with or assigned with at birth. And so when you have something out of the ordinary, which is the abnormal, the abhorrent, which is someone who says, okay, I was born a female or I was born with female genitalia, but I identify as a man. Okay. I mean, that right there tells me that something, there was a, there was a, perhaps a moral injury, uh, maybe coupled with an emotional injury, uh, maybe due to a sexual, uh, assault, maybe. Um, I get it, you know, if, if, a, if a girl were, were molested by a man, you know, from the time she was just a child and until she was, you know, old enough to understand what was going on, it could be that she was turned off by men. I, I get that. Or if a woman was in a relationship with a man and he beat her and mistreated her and raped her and, and you know, just made her feel badly, um, she would hate men. I'm sure that she would come to just think that all men are that way and so therefore she would be safer uh, having a relationship with a female. And I get that. Um, I've noticed with a lot of uh, female couples that um, there's usually one who is a little more effeminate than the other. Um, it's, it's unusual in my personal experience to have seen um, two very masculine women together, unless of course they were much older. Um, over the age of, say, 55 um, than I have seen where it's consistently, as they grow older, they morph into uh, a singular couple representing the other person and vice versa. Um, as couples grow older, they do tend to sort of look alike. And then, of course, as we get older, we, we, we just tend to look alike whether we're straight or gay or not. <clears throat> we all kind of look alike. So I can see where, you know, that would be the case. Or if a, a young boy, uh, say, you know, prepubescent is introduced to uh, homosexual uh, sex 
where it's not necessarily painful, but it feels good, and it's it's part of you know uh, a, a situation where maybe he feels uh, good about it. It could shape his desire for uh, same-sex attraction. I get it. Uh, I understand that. Um, there are some guys who wrestle with same-sex attraction, and I believe if my memory serves me correctly, um, almost 100% of these males had some form of homosexual activity uh, in their either prepubescence or right along the line of coming into puberty, which affects them greatly because that's their maturation point. Um, and so it, it sends confusing messages to their brain. Um, I have friends who are gay, um, friends who are lesbians, friends who are um, homosexual men, and they, they, have, uh, they don't wrestle with the same-sex attraction. They, they accept it, and they see it as just normal um, behavior for them. And um, I'm not here to tell them that they're wrong or that they're right. Um, they know that, you know, I am a heterosexual. I am attracted to the opposite sex. Um, you know, I, I totally understand where they're coming from. I don't judge them. Um, but from my perspective and my upbringing and my uh, understanding, it, it, it's difficult for me to embrace the non-binary. And I've found that more and more that... Um, homosexuals, uh, lesbians, and males, uh, females and males who are homosexuals, uh, those who are attracted to the same sex, um, they, my age anyway, find it, in, uh, find it a little difficult for the non-binary uh, example of people. And so my question is, is this, and, and I'm sure that other people probably have this similar question, is, is if someone is gay, Say I'm a homosexual, but I decide that I now want to be a female. Um, I want to be a, um, a. I want to trans uh, transition to female. If I transition to female and I I have my reassignment of sexual organs, then am I no longer homosexual? Because now. I'm a female, but I'm attracted to men. You see, so have we, in essence, reversed homosexuality. I'd say cured it, but, but really, the same-sex attraction is there. You've just changed the sexual organs. So it's more appropriate now for this guy, who is now a girl to be attracted to, um, to men. It's now socially appropriate because now he has uh, a vagina that can receive a penis of another man and they can engage in what would be considered um, normal sexual practice. So in essence, um, by changing the body, uh, giving him hormones um, and you know, uh, causing his breast to enlarge, and you know, removing his penis and creating a vagina, have we now reversed or 
dare I say, cured homosexuality. Um, And in the same token, if you have a man who becomes a woman, who I'm saying a man who was born assigned male genitalia inside and out, um, who becomes a female who transitions and has his sexual reassignment surgery and then decides he wants to be a lesbian, would he actually qualify or could we classify him as a lesbian anymore? I mean, he is a male inside of his brain, so would that make him a lesbian or would that make him a man? It's There's so many questions. And so when you say non-binary, okay, if I decide, you know what, I've had a child and because I'm enlightened and I realize that, you know, some kids decide they want to be something else later in life, so I'm not going to assign them a particular pronoun that would indicate to the rest of the world what gender they are. And so because of that, I'm just going to simply say, uh, I'm going to let them be non-binary, and then I'm going to let them decide when they want to. Now, what sort of experimentation will you allow these children to have to decide whether they're no longer non-binary and that they have now chosen a a particular gender and who's to say that as they grow older they may change their minds they may decide well 